Hello and hola friends. Welcome to the Medicine, Marriage, and Money podcast, the only podcast for dual physician couples who want to achieve marital interdependence and financial freedom together. In this podcast, you will learn how to show up as the best version of yourself so that you can love intentionally and build a stronger and more financially savvy relationship with your spouse. And I am your host, a physician mom, a doctor's wife, and a life coach, Dr. Kate Mangona. Welcome, bienvenidos. Okay, y'all. Okay, I'm ready to go. So I'm going to try something new today. And I'm going to actually be doing a little bit more of these come January 2022 and moving on into the new year. So welcome. Welcome to the Medicine, Marriage, and Money mini makeover where I am going to be coming to you from, from, from me, from my studio, yours truly. And I will still be interviewing guests in, in, um, intermittently, but I'm going to try and, you know, talk from the heart, share some wisdom that I've learned over my coaching journey over the past year, being coached over the year and a half, past year and a half, almost two years now being coached and also uh, coaching my clients and what they found. And today I am in particular going to be talking about how to stay connected over the holidays, how to stay connected during the holidays. Why did I want to talk about this? Well, because December is such a busy month. It's a busy month for all of us. And like, look at us, we're already like halfway through or a little bit over halfway through December. And I wanted to take a, a take a little, little check-in and a reset. What have you guys been doing well in your relationship to stay connected, to foster that love and connection in your relationship? And what could you use some improvement on? You know, we still have a couple more weeks of December and this can live into January. And so I would like to give you five things, five things to focus on to create, to breed that love and connection in your marriage, as opposed to inviting the stress and the disconnection that sometimes December and all of the holidays and all of the busyness and all of the marketing agenda, you know, sales stuff you see going on around you, the commercialism brings into our lives and therefore into our marriages. So let's talk about the five things, how to stay connected during the holidays. Number one, create the time for connection. Now, if you guys have been following me and listening to this podcast before, you know, I am all about creating that time, that special time that gives you and your spouse that time to connect, right? This is, this is if without the time, it's, it's so easy to feel disconnected when you're not actually communicating, when you're not sitting in the same room or sitting on your iPhone, maybe you're doing FaceTime, maybe you're long distance, whatever it is you're doing, if you don't create the time to foster the connection, it ain't going to happen guys. Okay. So I have faith and I have hope so much in all of your relationships who are listening. So how are you going to create that time? Let me just start with what I do. What I do is keep it simple. I set up a babysitter to come to my house once a week, every Saturday night, the same babysitter come rain or come shine. No, 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 really. Sometimes things happen. We can't ever make it, but just keep it simple. I set up the same time every week. I know no matter what, I'm going to have two to three to maybe four hours with my husband that night. And I don't worry about what we're going to do. And I don't know, worry about where we're going to go or what we're going to talk about. I just 
create the time. If you keep it simple, the rest will fall into place. And and some nights, you know, maybe some evenings you will make it a couple's night. Maybe some evenings you'll do something simple, get takeout, sit in your car. Some evenings you'll go look at the the, the parade, the Christmas lights, you'll, you'll find something to do. We're, we're talking in December here. So I like to go drive and look at Christmas lights. And this may be a different time for you. This could be a Tuesday night. It could be a Wednesday morning. It has to make, create, make sense on your schedule. The most important thing is just to find that time. And when we don't do it, guess what? Our calendar gets filled up with all the other things like buying presents and decorating your house or, or creating fun activities for you and your children, which is all great, but you need a little bit of time with just you and your spouse, you know, or else the children may come first or else you and your girlfriends, because it's so much fun and easy to just hang out with them as opposed to rekindling, you know, the fire, reigniting that spark. It may be harder because you're not, may not be, be used to creating this time for you and your loved one, regardless how you feel about doing it, just open your calendar, pick a time once a week, every single week that aligns with both you and your spouse, jot it down, get your childcare, whatever you need to do and create that for your marriage. Number two, spread cheer together. Now, this is such a cheerful time of year. Okay, we're busy not only buying presents for ourselves and our families and our friends, but we're also buying presents and helping make the world a better place. Maybe maybe you adopted a family, you know, at at your local church or school or wherever the local organization that that's able to uh, give you a family or some kids so that you can adopt and buy them presents. So December is the month, the opportunity for you to spread cheer everywhere you go, whether that's adopting a family, donating to your favorite organizations, volunteering together, maybe at a food kitchen or uh, your children's school, you know, collecting money for the, the teachers so that they can have a nice Christmas present from all the kids, a bonus, where whatever it is, spread the cheer and see if you can do it together. Can you guys sit down and decide a organization you both feel very strongly about and donate together? And if you don't already have one in mind, I have several come to me. Number one on my list this year was the Henrietta Lacks Foundation, because a couple of my my mentors and um, fellow coach friends have actually um, interviewed Henrietta Lacks's family and realized how important she was in our modern day science how the HeLa cells have actually impacted how we give vaccinations, how we study cancer, so many things. So that was on the top of my list this year amongst others. So who you want to donate to, if you want to adopt a family, if you want to go and actually be present at the local shelters or battered women's shelters, however you can spread that cheer to other places and people who are willing to receive it and could use more cheer. So spread cheer and see if you could do it together. Number three. Now, this is an intense one, guys. Accept the family drama. And when I say it now and just listening about it and talking about it, it makes it sound so easy, right? And so straightforward. But when you're in the moment 
and mother and father of your significant other comes to town or your own parents, whoever it may be, or the aunt or the uncle or the nieces and nephews, and you have all of your opinions about whether they are talk too much, whether they are too lazy, whether you wish they would do something with their life, whether you wish they wouldn't talk to you that way or talk to your kids that way, right? We just all have a different life journey, different background, different upbringing. So can you just accept that there will be family drama? And then when it happens, can you just accept that it is happening currently and it may be hard. It may not feel like the most loving situation ever, even though it's you and your family in town together, or maybe it's, who knows, maybe it's in texts or text chain, group text chains. I've been caught up in family drama in group texts chains before. Accept it, okay? And instead of dwelling on what's wrong, with the family, what's wrong with that crazy aunt or uncle or in-laws, what they bring into your life. Let's focus on accepting that it's there and then, okay, it's okay for that to be there and also for our marriage to be separate. We don't have to love a hundred percent of the time our in-laws or all the aunts and uncles and all the cousins and all the drama in order to stay connected with our loved ones in our marriage with your significant other, you can have both. You can have the family drama, have that going on, even though you may not agree with your spouse about what the family drama should or should not look like. And you can also have that deep love and connection with your spouse. The key here is that acceptance. And let me give you an example. I have seen this in Christmas movies when the brother-in-law comes to town and you don't want that brother-in-law at your house. Not true for me. I love my brother-in-law in case you're listening. And that might interfere with how husband and wife relate to each other over the holiday season. And it might breed some resentment or some anger, irritation, some annoyance. Why don't we just accept all those emotions? And then with that time, we've already created to be one-on-one with our spouse. Focus on just us as a couple. We don't have to focus on the brother-in-law who's sleeping on our couch or who is quote-unquote messing up the holiday plans or ruining the evening, this, the supposedly peaceful and calm evening, you know what? It can still be a peaceful, calm holiday season, even with all the drama. Why? Because we create our own experience in our mind. If we have decided it's going to be peaceful and it's going to be calm, that's what happens. That whatever drama happens on the side or on the couch, in the family room, in the kitchen, is still there. It's not black and white. It's not, it doesn't have to be all in the same circle. We have different spheres and that is okay. Acceptance, my friends, reads connection. There are a lot of podcasts out there, murder mysteries, breaking news. There's even a podcast about garden gnomes, but instead you're here learning how to be the best physician you can be. 
smart move. Do you know what else is a smart move? Working a locum tenens assignment with Comp Health. Now, I know what you're thinking. You already have a job, but that's the best part. You can work flexible locum assignments on the side for extra income, or you can work locums full-time too. And to top it all off, locums almost always pays more on average. Just head to financialresidency.com forward slash comp health and see what locums can do for you financially. Number four, hang up the mistletoe. What do I mean by that? When you hang up the mistletoe, what feeling, what sentiment does that create in your body? Think about it. For me, it creates kind of a warmth, a warmth, uh, intimacy, uh, sparks, connection. And this could be literally or figuratively. For you, you may want that mistletoe actually there so you can see it as a reminder. It would be something that reminds you, oh, hey, I haven't kissed my my hubby or my wifey today. I haven't kissed my kids. Or you could just hang it up figuratively. And whenever you see your significant other, your spouse, you give them a kiss on the lips. Just maybe it could be a peck. Maybe it could be a huge French kiss. Whatever your preference. Hang it up over the doorway. Hang it up in the kitchen. Hang it up in the bedroom. Cuddle. Cuddle more than you're normally used to cuddling. Fall asleep in the same bed. If you're used to falling asleep in different beds, try just cuddling in the same bed. Oh my gosh, does that make you anxious? If it does, that's okay. If you're used to sleeping in the same bed, maybe slip on opposite ends, why don't you try a couple points of contact as you fall asleep and then settle in? For me personally, I love my space. I like to have my pillows between my knees. I like to have the pillows surrounding my body. (laughs) I need my space. If you're that way, well, then you have to create some extra time to cuddle. Going back to number one. You see how number one is so important, y'all? It is so important. You create that extra five minutes to cuddle, to have all the points of contact. And then I get my space and you get yours. Hang up the mistletoe. Maybe it's in your car. Wherever it is, find those little moments. December is so hectic. We're like, I don't have time. We don't have time to kiss. I don't do we what? If you are looking to stay connected during the holidays, how much time does it take to get up and walk to the door as your spouse is walking through it? home from work. How much time does it take to get up and say goodbye to your spouse as at the door? You know, pause, putting your makeup on, pause that, changing the baby's diaper, whatever it is, it only takes a few seconds. That touch is so powerful. Even if your love language is in touch, it is still so powerful. I like to say we Every one of us has a little bit of each of the love languages inside of us. Victor always tells me that he doesn't know exactly which love language, you know, I receive love. So he just like does them all. He just does a little bit of them all. That's okay. So hang up the mistletoe, put it, maybe you need to wear it around your neck, something, do it, hang it up. 
And number five, number five is bring the fire. Maybe your, maybe your fire is already lit. So you need to take it and bring it wherever you go, wherever, whenever you're with your spouse, bring the fire, the passion inside of you. And some of you may be like, I don't have that passion anymore. Or it's hard to have that passion when I'm sitting at my sitting or standing in the kitchen, juggling all the dirty plates and the clean plates, trying to find the top for the sippy cup, trying to make some whatever macaroni and cheese, the whatever's burning on the stove. Well, one kid is pulling at my pants. One kid is pooping. The other kid may be messing with the dog, you know, pulling its ears. How can I bring the fire to something like that? And your spouse and my spouse is just like sitting there on his phone, on her phone. Well, first of all, if your spouse is sitting there on their phone while you're taking care of all this, the dishes, the meal, the kids, the poop, the dog, whatever, you are doing amazing big things. And it must mean from the outside, it looks like you've gotten it all taken care of. Why? Because your spouse isn't coming up to help you because they know you've got it taken care of. And from the outside, it looks like you're doing it gracefully and beautifully and just as it should be. Now, if there was a fire in the kitchen and the baby was had fallen and started bleeding profusely, all this kind of stuff is happening, I think your spouse might just get up off their phone and come help you out. But whatever you're feeling inside, if you're feeling anxious, out of control, freaking out because all these things are happening at once and you're wondering why your spouse isn't getting up to help, guess what? Guess why? It's because from the outside, it doesn't look that way. It looks like you have got it taken care of. And you do, my sweet friends. So in that moment, realize that you've got the passion already. That fire is burning inside of you. So bring it. Bring it to wherever you go. Bring it to your spouse. Bring it to the holiday party when you're with your spouse. Hold hands as you walk in together, hold hands as you're sitting, watching your favorite comedy show or Hallmark movie. Whereas you may be sitting on opposite sides of the sofa. Maybe you have different chairs, bring the fire. And in order to do that, we may not want to do it while we're in the kitchen feeling like a hot mess. Know that that hot mess is exactly who You are and looks beautiful from the outside. So feel it. Feel that beauty. Feel how much in control you look from the outside, even though you don't feel it on the inside. And when that fire is lit, it lights other people's fires. That is the beautiful thing about fire. It catches. It catches and it spreads. So maybe you're going to try and, you know, spread it to your kids, to the people in your community, to like, just like spreading cheer, right? So, and then I'm going to go back to number one again. When you create that time for connection or open up that time in your week and your fire has been lit all week, you are going to automatically take it there with you. You have it inside you. It is inside of you. Find it. The question is not, do I have the fire? Do I have the passion? The question becomes, 
how and when am I going to let it explode for me? Let's do it. Am I going to have it happen tomorrow, two days from now, next week? Why not now? Create it. Multiply the fire. Create that passion. And with that, my friends, I'm just going to review the five ways to stay connected during the holidays. Number one, create time for connection. So important every single step. Number two, spread cheer together. Spread that holiday December cheer together. Number three, accept the family drama. It will be there. And so can an amazing, peaceful, and passionate marriage. Number four, hang up that mistletoe. Literally, figuratively, in your imagination, carry it wherever you go especially around your spouse. And number five, bring the fire. And if you feel like you're the only one bringing the fire, well, you're doing something right. Because look at you, you're growing and you are on fire and passionate and there is nothing wrong with that. So if you feel like you're trying to meet somebody halfway, just meet them all the way because this is benefiting you and your relationship and everybody around you. You got this, my friends. So much love, create time for connection, spread cheer together, accept the family drama, hang up the mistletoe and bring that fire. Light it, bring it, share it. So much love to you, my friends, and to you and your spouse this holiday season. The content of this podcast is not intended to be a substitute for professional, medical, or financial advice. The opinions provided on this podcast are those of myself or the invited guest alone. They do not represent the opinions of any particular institution. Always seek the advice of your physician or financial advisor with any questions you may have of a medical condition or financial plan. This is for your entertainment only.